Harmony. Har. Emo. Me. Podcast with Allie and Allie. just recorded like 22 minutes Uh, and it was a flat lining like a heart monitor and it wasn't like picking up our and I just didn't think anything of I was staring at it the whole time you were talking thinking "Hmm, Allie's telling this really great interesting story and I don't know that this is working (laughs) I'm just gonna go cry in the corner it's okay it's really not that big of a deal the lights out it's okay we'll start over it is detecting my voice this time Hallelujah. All right. Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> Episode four. Wee wee. We are back from vacation. Uh, it was glorious. Uh, I'm Allie. I'm Allie. And this is Har Emo Ni Podcast, <laughs> where we talk about hot topics. Hot topics. Newsworthy stories or fun things we want to share. And then we connect them to our favorite emo songs yes our podcast is full of nostalgia yes we actually had a listener comment and say that it was quite a nostalgic trip and i like i like that i like that a lot too Mm-hmm. and that's what we like we love emo music we love true crime current news no politics though no no thank you okay we like to stay out of that yeah, so we just got back from Florida. Florida! It was marvelous. It was warm. It was sunny. I swam in a pool every day almost. Did you swim in the ocean? Uh, yes, I did. Well, I dunked. Okay. But we went down to the Everglades and took a pontoon boat out into the ocean. Woo! It was pretty crazy. Did you see any alligators? We did not see any alligators. Neither did we. I was super bummed. We did see some manatees. Oh. And dolphins. Love it. Didn't but yeah, any. so we took this, this is my favorite part of the trip. Okay. Let's we took it. a pontoon boat. My dad drove <laughs> through the Everglades. Captain Jeff. And so we get on this boat and the guy, the tour guide, we didn't have a tour guide. He like showed us how to work everything mm-hmm. and then let us go but we actually ended up knowing him weirdly but so my dad was in charge we had like an ipod with a map on it and you were supposed to like follow this red line on the map and yes. i don't know it's pretty crazy because like once you get out there how everything just tell? starts to look the same because yeah, there's like tell? mangrove sections and like mm-hmm. trees and stuff but like i don't know it's really crazy yeah. but the, i guess the map did a good job is it a lot of open water well, at a certain point, you get so it's a, it's like a forty five minute drive out, just out of the okay, the cove area. Yeah, uh-huh. and then once you got so far, you could tell like it was just open water, Ooh. like it was the end of the little islands, and you could just see it just went on forever. And we were like, okay, let's um go this way. Like we don't want to go too far. Out. Yeah, <laughs> but like we bottomed out once, we got stuck in some sand, it's bound to happen. but it was it's fine. Bound to we basically just like island hopped, so we would pull the pontoon up uh, to shore, get yes. out, look for seashells, walk mm-hmm. around, get on the boat, go to a different island. It was pretty fantastic. Neat. Was it warm? Yes. It was awesome. My dad and I think we stepped on a horseshoe crab <gasps> thing because, well, I went and bought my mom and I boat shoes, but of course I didn't pack mine. She packed hers. Mm. And so my dad and I know we're like, wait, this will be fine. We can do it. We don't have to wear shoes. And then we're trying to push them 
the boat off of the sand and then, you know, like yes. hop on. Yes. And we both stepped on the same thing and he got a cut on his foot and I cut my foot. Ugh. But it was fine. I always, like, if I'm going, if I know I'm going to be in some deep water, I know you're always, you're I always prepared because I have some matter. sensitive feet and yeah. my parents lived on, well, they live on a lake now, but they lived, when they lived at their last lake house, Yeah, I made the mistake one time of going swimming in their lake without swim shoes and there were muscles that were basically like razor blades. Oh, yeah. So my bottom of my feet were just sliced and I never did that again. Yeah. Never did that again. What was your favorite part so of your fun. trip? Well, we did a lot of things. A lot of things. Of course, we came to Ron and Jeff. Oh, yeah, we did get to see As soon as we flew in, yeah. Andy and I got to have a delicious dinner by Ron and Jeff. And did you cook the hamburgers? I did cook the hamburgers. Ooh, they were super. <laughs> they were so good, Thank seriously. You. So that was fun, of course. We went to Universal. We went to Clearwater Beach and we visited our friend in Gainesville. Okay. And overall, my favorite part would have to be when we were in Gainesville, we took a trip down to High Springs, Florida, uh-huh. where we visited Ginny Ginny Springs. That's, <laughs> like Ginny Ray. Or Ginny. It's G I N N I E. I think it's Ginny Pig or Ginny. Ginny. <laughs> Jenny. Jenny. Jenny Springs. <laughs> so I'm a very nature-oriented person. I love camping. I love being in the elements of nature, especially when it's beautiful outside. And I've always wanted to visit a natural spring. So Jimmy pulled up these pictures. Our friend Jimmy, who's in Gainesville, pulled up these pictures of the spring. And I'm like, okay, we have to go. We must go. And it was only like 30 minutes away from where we were staying. Okay. So we drove down there. And it was just like all country, super country. Yeah. And there was actually, the weather was kind of meh that day. It was like, I mean, compared to up in northwest Indiana at the current time, it was beautiful. It was about like 65 Still a little chilly, though. I was wearing pants and a hoodie. It was a little chilly. And we got to the springs. There wasn't a lot of people there. And it was a campground, so you can camp. And also, there's it's along the, I think it's a Santa Fe River. And along the river, there's all these different natural springs that look like the Caribbean. Like, bright blue. See-through all the way water. You can see the fish swimming in the water when you're standing on the bank. You can... Yeah. So we, the water is 72 degrees year round. So we got in the water. And did it that was, feel warm? It did, yes. Yeah. At first it was a little chilly, but yeah. honestly when we went to clear water, the ocean was colder, okay. I feel like, than yeah. these springs. And I mean, when you're swimming in Lake Michigan water, 72 degrees it's is pretty warm. dang warm. Yeah. And it was so funny because there were these two people there from Miami and they had their bathing suits on, but they were like dressed, you know, they're like, we're waiting for you guys to get in, you know, and let <laughs> us know how it is. So we, all three of us got in and we're like, wow, this is nice. And so they eventually got in, but they were just like laughing because they're like, we're from Miami. Like we don't, this is cool for us. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really neat. I bought a pair of goggles. So I felt like I was like 10 years old again. (laughs) Like Anthony was making fun of me because I kept like diving like a dolphin. Yeah. And like going underwater and. I was seeing like there was like these yellow fish and like long silver fish that had like a stripe, like a shiny stripe on them. Um, That sounds so cool. It was beautiful. And then as you swim closer to the river, you can see more fish. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go over here. Well, then all of a sudden I see 
a slithery looking snake. No, thank you. And it's like on top of the water, and it's going towards. <gasps> oh, you can see it going like yes, yes. Yeah, no, like, no, 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 no. Like Jimmy, Jimmy, what is that? He's like, oh yeah, that was definitely a snake. Let's go this way. Let's go this way. So we avoided going towards the river at all. But you can actually, you know, how you go tubing down like Tricky mm-hmm. Run and, or. You know, the tippy canoe, you can tube down this river and then, like, stop in the springs and hang out. And... Oh, that would be so much fun. Yeah. But after seeing that snake... And the river wasn't as clear as the springs. Sure. Like, I don't know how that works, but when I was looking with my goggles, you can see, like, a cave mm-hmm. down below. So I, I think the water, the natural water, just comes straight up. Okay. But, I mean, I loved... Of course, I love Universal. I mean, Universal was amazing. I kind of feel like it was a dream because it's like sensory overload. Yeah, for sure. And of course, visiting Harry the Pot, Harry, Harry the Potter, Harry the Potter, Harry the Potter. He makes pops. <laughs> Harry Potter pops. world was Plant amazing, pops. and Krusty Land. I mean, all that was absolutely amazing. But just seeing those springs, yeah. it was just like hearing all the birds and just like being in nature when we've had such a crappy winter here. Was yeah. Wonderful. So I would say that was my favorite part. Nice. Yeah. Well, welcome back. Thank you. Another cool fact about that. Uh-huh. So there, when we were driving back, we saw a Nestle, you know, the company that make chocolate? chocolate and also water bottles. The Nestle oh. Pure Life water bottles. Uh-huh. They use the spring water to make their spring water water bottles. Wow. Yeah. They must like purify it and then, yeah. Wonderful Florida trip. Very good. I kind of felt bad for all of our fellow Northwest Indianers. Yeah. During our trip, we actually just took it at the perfect time. All right. So. Uh, oh. Yeah. Whoa. So we decided. No. Well, we didn't decide. It just so happened to be that we left for vacation, and Northwest Indiana, Chicagoland, got hit with a huge snowstorm. Massive. I mean, like it snowed for what, like three days straight? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So wasn't here, didn't know. <laughs> Don't know. But lots of businesses were closed. The power went out. Yes. Lots of lots of people lost power. Kids didn't have school, I think for one day at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. So that kind of leads into my hot topic. Yes. Well, I just want to say before I start talking about our hot topic that when we got home, I measured the snow on the table and our on our deck and it was there were sixteen inches of snow. Oof. So over foot. Were you guys able to park when you got home? Yeah, because Dalton had a friend come in. Oh, that's sweet. And his brother yes. took um, shovels for us. So that's nice. We were. It was good. We. My car was buried in the snow because I park on the street. Yeah. So all the plows that went past just buried my car yeah. in the snow. And I mean, there was a friendly neighbor who looks like they shoveled the sidewalks and the sidewalk into the home into our home, which was nice, but. We had to shovel the alleyway leading to the garage, and it was just not, not a fun thing to come home no, to, especially being not. in like warm, humid paradise. Mm-hmm. And then you come home having to bundle up and do all that work, wear a coat again, not fun. and be in the snow. <laughs> not great. And here we are. All right. So speaking of snow and cars being buried, as I was driving home from the airport from our Florida trip, I'm thinking. Well, me and Allie are going to have to record again. What am I going to talk about? <laughs> Adult? No, it's the 
boogie bag. Shut up, Allie. Seriously, my heart dropped. Strangers, like that movie. Oh my god. Is uh, hi. Guess what, Allie did. I was not recording the whole time, so we had to start all over. How did you do that? I don't know. My microphone was on or something. All right. So, driving home from the airport, I'm like, what are we going to talk about in our next episode? And I was noticing, because of all the snow, lots of cars, like you said, your own, was parked on the street, buried in snow. Obviously, those people hadn't left. Buried. Buried. It was literally buried. It was cold. Oh my god. So, my cheeks already hurt. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, <laughs> these cars. These people didn't shovel themselves out. So I could tell that some people had shoveled themselves out because in their spots I was seeing lawn chairs, mm-hmm. camping chairs, fold up chairs. Classic Chicago. And it had just reminded me of the times where I had to myself living in Chicago, shovel my spot out, dealing with people who are inconsiderate and after you are out there for an hour or more, like hot, you're bundled up, but you're you're working, so you're also sweaty, Ugh, just uncomfortable, sweaty, just trying gorgeous. to shovel your car out. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it's heavy, heavy and snow too. This snow was heavy. Then you do all that work. Worry. Somebody comes. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Somebody comes through and takes your spot when you're gone. So you've done Mm -mm. all this work. Mm -mm -mm. It's just not. Okay, so then I was having all of those thoughts as I'm driving home. PTSD from the Chicago living. Yeah, and then so I was like, you know, I wonder what this story is behind this, like, saving your spot. Mm Mm-hmm. And I know, like, Chicago does it. I'm sure other big cities do it, but I feel like Chicago is, like, it's a thing. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted to talk about. So our hot topic is about snow and shoveling your snow out in winter and stuff like that. So what I found out, well, I not only wanted to, like, kind of find out about where this came from or kind of the history about it, but I was also just, I was more interested in the things that people yes. use yes. to... Claim their spot. Mm-hmm. And I think the weirdest thing that I ever saw was, like, a dresser. So, like, a seven-drawer dresser. dresser. Like, and you what? don't know what left, like... How heavy. Like, what story these people live from, but they were so dedicated to saving their spot that they carried down a whole dresser. Oh, like, that's how serious this is. Well, and they know, like, no one's going to run these over. No one's going to take this out of my right, spot. Right, because like, if it's, like, a camping chair, you could easily just... Move it or move out of your car it. and throw yeah. I mean steal it no and move one, it out of the way. No one's gonna pull up in a pickup in the snow and take your dresser. Just to take your parking but, spot. No. I mean honestly you might be surprised, but yes. definitely harder to move than just mm-hmm. like a chair. Mm-hmm. So here's what I found out. Um the Chicago tradition is a longtime tradition um of shoveling out your parking spot, and this is called dibs. So you got dibs on your parking spot if you put something there. It's definitely illegal. Which it shouldn't be. But everybody does it. And I found out that at one time, under Rahm Emanuel, when he was mayor, there was a thing for a... It must have just been a short period of time, and I don't know how it worked, 
but there's a thing where it wasn't illegal. You could actually claim your spot online. On the website. Like, Dibspace. Which I have no idea Dia how that works. Me either. Like, it would be- oh, I live at 823 Damon Avenue and um, apartment four. I shoveled out once. Like, how would that even hey, work? No way. Uh-uh. And people are going to, you expect people to check it? Yeah. If you're a person looking for a parking spot. Yeah. Like, if you don't see anything there, like, you might go and park there. Without checking the website? Without, yeah. I know. Like, it's silly. That's probably it's, why it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. It was a good co- concept, but I think I like the more creative way. Me too. I never really spot. have a problem with it. I think it's fine. Yes. Like, you dig out your spot. You deserve to park yes. there. Nobody else. Yes. Absolutely. But even though it is illegal, like, they don't really issue tickets for it. Like, nobody really gets in trouble. The Which only is surprising. Because you Chicago don't really loves get... to issue tickets. <laughs> Coming from somebody with experience. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Permit. Parking. Put more signs up. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I was about to say, like, mm-hmm. the city doesn't issue tickets, but it is definitely, like, a neighborhood thing. So you kind of have to be on board with everybody in your neighborhood. Like, like for permit neighborhoods that have permit parking, like, mm-hmm. if you live there, you get... You're not guaranteed a spot right in front of your house, but you're guaranteed, like, a spot on that street. Well, just make sure that nobody else parks there that doesn't live in your area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you're an outsider from Indiana and you're looking for a parking spot and you park there, you will get a ticket. Yep. But if you have friends coming, you can give them a little parking slip thing, like a little yellow sticker. Mm-hmm. But in some neighborhoods, they don't have permanent parking, so it's really a free-for-all. Like, you could spend an hour driving around looking for a spot in the summer. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't even have to be snowing. Mm-hmm. So it kind of just really depends on the neighborhood. Like, the city might not give you a ticket, but you can probably get some shit from your neighbors. Like, um, somebody in Wrigleyville said that somebody had handwritten a sign and posted it on their car that said, sorry, no dibs, it will be moved. Like, if they had already shoveled out their spot and put something there, they were going to move their thing and park in their spot anyway. And, like, this neighbor had the audacity to actually write this person out, like, sorry about your dibs. Um, we're just going to move it anyway. No. Can you imagine? No. I would be so mad. Ugh, what is wrong with Like, what people? makes you think I mean, that's okay? Mm-mm. If I was out there putting all that hard work in, and someone pulled up in my spot, I'd be furious. How mad would you be? Furious. And then you, if you, especially if, like, you had nowhere else to park. Right. They just, yeah. Mm-mm. All right. Anyway, so here. I want to hear more about yeah. interesting things okay. that people have put in their spot. So here's what I found. There was a Time Out article that was written while we were gone. Uh, it was published on the 18th of this month, and they had some p- great pictures of dibs, things I had seen across the city. So here are the few of the ones that I liked. This one was a large bulldog stuffed animal sitting on a chair, and it had a beware of dog sign what? <laughs> hanging from it, and then handwritten underneath the sign that said, he worked hard to dig himself the spot. He bites strangers, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> That's so cute. And this is like an oversized stuffed animal. Yes. This is pretty cute. Oh my gosh. And I then love it. I also really like this one. It is a mannequin body. Okay. What's the one? But just the torso. No head, no feet, no legs. Okay, not creepy at all. Um, and it's just sitting on the ground in between two cinder blocks. So it's probably like three feet high. That's probably keeping it from blowing away. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And 
written on the chest of the mannequin in black Sharpie marker is, the body of Christ compels you not to take my spot. <laughs> I wonder if they, like, kept this from, like, a prior winter season. I don't know. Or if they will keep it for, like, future They have, like, seasons. those little things you do for um, communion, like, out around it. Oh, it's not. No, they did it. <laughs> Like, that's, that is just, like, I don't know, dedication. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one that was a chair with beer, a beer, couple cans of beer on it that said, take my beer, not my spot. Perfect. This one. I'll cheers to that. Was pretty good. It was a folding table, like a beer pong table. Uh-huh. And it was, like, set for dinner, for, like, <laughs> a nice dinner, so it had a black tablecloth on it. <laughs> Uh, it had a place settings with plates and silverware, and then it had a bottle of champagne and a, like a thing of flowers in the oh center of the gosh. table. Like, like if someone moves that, like they really they're they're going that H E double hockey. Stick. Like that. Because someone could you imagine if you did that and then somebody wrote you the note? Oh no! Sorry, no, no. no dims. Yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> we will move it. Like the nerve. That's somebody put out a uh, a whole refrigerator. And uh, there were pictures of this, so it, there's evidence. Oh, so my thing oh, is, like, this, like, well, probably not that big, but, like, what you would imagine a beer fridge to be in a, okay, in a okay. garage. Yes. So my thing is, if I was the person who used a fridge or a dresser or something extremely heavy, like, what do you do when you actually need to pull I was just thinking that, like, spot. you use it to, to do, claim your spot, but then you have to move it out to park yeah. back in your spot. I mean, I would imagine you would need more than just one, one. person to move. To move the whole fridge, the and then items. where are you going to put it? Right? Do you put it on the sidewalk? That's what I'm confused about. I hadn't thought about that really yeah. until just now. Hmm. So if you have done dibs with a heavy object, what do you do with a heavy object? <laughs> After. You need to pull back into oh, your spot. Oh, boy. A few of these I did find on a Tumblr site solely dedicated to Chicago Dibs called <laughs> chicagodibs.tumblr.com. Um, there was one more that I liked, and it was one of the tor- Torks? Tortle? <laughs> what was Tork? What was it? It was a toy, the horses with the spring things yes. that you... Okay, old school Rock type. back and forth yes. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of those. Mm-hmm. Somebody used to, to dibs on their spot. I like that. That's really all. I just really wanted to see some some of those creative yes, and people post out there. Them, post photos that we have seen online with all these creative dibs. And if you have a creative dibs photo you would like to share, you can email us at haremonipodcast at gmail or just message us on one of our social networks. Social networks. Social networking profiles. So the hot topic was winter, snow. Yes. We actually, funny little thing, when we, Anthony and I got back from Florida, we ended up the next day taking a trip to Indiana Dunes, National Lakeshore, to look at the lake. At the snow. (laughs) Because we were like, okay, we were just in Clearwater two days ago. Let's see what another body of water looks like, which we already knew because we've been there before, but obviously, but... I wanted to see what it looked like with all the snow. Was it, it crazy? It was awesome, yeah. What so it looked like? See, like mountains of snow? Yeah, I'm, when you're driving, you know, we went to Kimmel Beach, so you're driving, the roads are complete crap, you know, like, because I'm sure all the snow was drifting all over the place, sure, yeah. super windy, 
So then once you approach the lake, it's like you see the shelf ice. So it looks like a bunch of ice, like, built up. Yeah. And then it's just, like, snow. So, like, the sky looked pretty white, and then everything just looked white. Like, it was so bright. You needed sunglasses. Pretty much. Just seeing, you know, Lake Michigan covered in snow compared to beautiful clear water Florida. Warm sand on my feet instead of cold snow in my boots. Okay, so we're on Hot Topic, Winter, Snow. Mm -hmm. What song do you have for me? So the song of the week is Winter by Bayside. And I really couldn't think of a more perfect song. Yes. Just... You did mention this song mm -hmm. on the last episode. Last week, I mentioned Bayside, and I wanted to dig a little bit deeper into their history. So, I found out that Bayside is from Queens, New York, and they were established in October of 2000. And they actually got their name Bayside in a very unique way. So they were all headed to a Newfound Glory concert just to attend the concert. Okay. And they wanted to give an, their first EP uh -huh. to Newfound Glory. So okay. it was just a blank CD and they were like, well, when we write on it and they were driving in the car, looking around, I'm sure. And they passed Bayside train station and they just wrote Bayside on the blank CD and, that's it? and handed it to Newfound Glory and... I mean, I don't think they really, like, knew, like, oh, we're going to, you know, make, you know. Yeah. Name our band. But they just, but they just ended up sticking with it. And it was just a train station. Bayside, Bayside train station. So that must be a city. In New York. In, okay. Or, no, in Long Island. In Long Island. Okay. So, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, though. We should try to do that for every episode. Yes. Me figure too. out the band name. Yes. Because we did that for um, Silverstein, too. Yes, Shell Silverstein. That was how they got their name. Mm-hmm. Well, Bayside has a pretty tragic history. Oh, we're just cutting right to it. <laughs> we're cutting All right. right to it. We're just right to we'll it. Right in there. It's, you know, they're a sad boy band. They really are. They have a sad story. Yeah. They, you know, sing about sad stuff. They're a classic, like... Pretty much every emo kid knows who Bayside is. They know, like, if you see someone at a concert and they have a bird tattoo with leaves on it, you're like, Bayside, Bayside, yeah. It's Bayside! Bayside! <laughs> They're Bayside. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. It's so sad. So, Why are they so sad? <laughs> Tell me. Okay. <laughs> so back in 2005, it was actually Halloween night. The band was leaving a show in Boulder, Colorado, when they hit a patch of ice, skin off the road, and flipped their van over. So, I mean, Colorado roads in any season are dangerous because there's no rails. Like, if you yeah. literally... Make one wrong little turn, like you're going off a mountain. Yes. Like it's scary. So I can't even imagine in the winter time having to deal with snowy conditions when you're literally driving up or down a mountain. Yeah, so thank you. yeah, they were in this horrible car accident. Their drummer, John Holahan, was 31 and he unfortunately passed away in the accident. 
their bassist, Nick Ganbaran, was severely injured when ejected through the van window. Holy cow. He broke his L4 vertebrae and needed surgery. Everyone else was fine, like just minor injuries. But, I mean, here you are, like, having the time of your life touring. Yeah. And, you know, you crash. And one of your bandmates and closest friend passes away. Tragic. Very tragic. Hi, Marwell. Hi. What's up, buddy? What? So after this horrible accident, they released an album simply titled Acoustic, which features the song Winter as a tribute to the band member who passed away, their drummer. Around the same time, they went on tour with Aiden and Silverstein That's right, and a right. few other bands. Mm-hmm. And they would all perform these songs and dedicate them to the drummer in the band. So it was a pretty sad time. And this song, Winter, they actually only performed one time. Live. One time live. Wow. Because it's so, it means so much to all of them, you know? Yeah. Well, the song was written by the singer, Anthony Ranieri without any other band members. This was, you know, they usually write together, but this was one that he just like did solo. So they were all on tour. And on the last night of the band's acoustic tour, which followed the accident, the singer Ranieri sat alone in a diner to reflect on the drummer's death. Over the course of seven early morning hours, he wrote the song and immediately after walked to the studio and recorded it. Wow. So he describes the song as a closing of a book for the band, and it has only been performed one time. Which I was like, no way. I swear, like, they've had to perform it live. Like, I thought that whole album was live. Right. No, they've... So I had to search the DVD. Right. The Bayside DVD that came with the the acoustic album. Yes. And I found it on YouTube, and I noticed that they played Winter at the beginning of the DVD... And then they go into their live performance at the House of Blues in Chicago. Okay. And then they play Winter at the end. But not like... Not live. Not they live. do not show it live. On the DVD. They just play it as a track. And that's the only song? Winter. Do you know? That they won't sing live? From that album that they didn't play live? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm not positive. <sighs> so, the song Winter, it really just has... A sad tone, which sometimes winter is sad. <laughs> I think it's very sad. Yes. Have you ever seen Bayside? Yes. Should we tell that story? Which one? When we went to see Bayside. Have we seen them twice? Or one? Remember we saw them in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I came Chicago. from Indy and I stayed with you in Columbia. Yeah. Was it Bayside and Census Fail? Yes. We saw them at... Small venue. Metro? Yes. That was fun. Did we see them again after that? I think they played with Taking Back Sunday once, didn't they? I think so, yeah. They opened. They did, at the same place. Yeah. Yeah. So we have seen Bayside twice. Twice that I can remember. It might be more than that. It's more than that. Maybe Warp Tour here and there. We want to do a trivia. Trivia? Trivia on the band Bayside. Ooh, okay. We are going to discuss <laughs> topics I just talked about, and I'm going to quiz you on oh, them to see if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is everyone ready? 
All right, I've Allison. been bamboozled. <laughs> you thought we were doing Lyric Palooza. Well, we're not. This was a part of the script. Yes. Okay. We are going to do a process of elimination. Or... Multiple choice. <laughs> Multiple choice. That's what I mean. We're going to do multiple choice. I'm going to start saying that word. Multiple choice. What kind of question is this? Side. What band did they give their EP to? Newfound Glory. All right. Okay. She got it. Number two. On what date? Wait, that wasn't multiple choice. (laughs) That was just a question. I know you answered too fast. Oh, okay. I didn't even get to give yeah, my multiple okay. choice. Sure. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> Number two. In what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. In what year was Bayside founded? Two thousand. Oh, good. Yay! All right. Number three. Okay. What town is Bayside found? Uh oh. Would you like multiple choice? We have A, Kentucky. Two. (laughs) It's New York something. I know you said it. Okay. Multiple choice. It's not Long Island. Long Beach. B, Venice. C, Queens. That's it. (laughs) That's the one. Queens. Was it one, two, three, or A, B, or C? It was C. C? Okay. All right. Good job. Thank you. You have won. Okay. What do I win? You win (laughs) tickets to go to the next concert that is open soon. God, I hope so. Out of there. (laughs) Now, one more trivia. I have one more. Just because this is like an extra credit. Okay. Extra credit. Name... Three Bayside songs. Okay, Winter, because we covered okay, that one. That's cheating. Don't Call Me Peanut. Okay. And Blame It On Bad Luck. You got it. Good job. Ooh. Proud of you. So Bayside is just one of those bands that every emo kid knows, and you definitely know at least three songs. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the minimum requirement That's of being an, an emo kid? And then you can go get the tattoo. <laughs> like, they probably ask you, like, okay, we have a few multiple choice questions <laughs> like before if you, you say... place this tattoo on your body forever. <laughs> they should do that. Yeah. They should. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Are you ready? Lyric Palooza. Winter edition. Winter edition. Uh. Bless you. Thank you. Bless your soul. I have a lyric for you. I'd like you to finish for me. I can almost guarantee I will not get this wrong. You might, because I'm trying to make it as easy as possible. Because all of the other lyrics in the song are extremely depressing and have nothing to do with winter. (laughs) Okay. So we're going to try and focus on the winter portion. When winter falls, next year I'll be holding on. Da-da-da-da-da-da. And as for being patient with fate and all, it's getting old. When winter falls, next year I'll be holding on. 
Do, 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 do. As for being patient with fate and all, it's getting old. Mm-mm. No. You don't know? No. I bet I don't know this song as well uh-huh. as because it wasn't on the live D. De- like, it wasn't part of on the, the DVD. It I mean, was on the album. You said it was on the DVD. Yeah. But not as part of the performance. Correct. Which is, I think, why I don't know yeah. it that much. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very meaningful song. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what the lyric is? The next line? The next line? I don't know it. I know he says something about angels yeah. and holding his head up or something, but that's not yeah. that part of the song. All right, well. What? <laughs> so any, oh, wait, no, I think I said it wrong. It's to anything nailed down. See, I was trying to keep it easy, and I Held didn't down. make it easy at all. Nailed down? Yeah, all of the, this song is extremely sad. <laughs> why? And why are we talking about the sad things? Because I'm an emo kid. Not good for me. Yes, you <laughs> oh, I failed that miserably. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's okay. You did good on the trivia. Oh, uh, yeah. I, you were that's listening right. to me. At least Re- someone's listening. Redemption. And I actually have some new tunes I'd like to share mm-hmm. that I discovered that I like. Okay. Because sometimes... I don't want to listen to the same stuff over and over and over again. I feel that. I mean, I like to go back, but I'm just like, I need something fresh. New, something new, yeah. Something that's going to give me, like, a new feeling. So I looked on, it was like a Pop Punk's Not Dead playlist on Spotify. (laughs) Okay. And I found this band called The Home Team. They kind of are a mixture of, Anthony and I have decided, Pierce the Veil and Panic at the Disco. Interesting combo. Okay. Yes. So their name is The Home Team. I don't really know anything about them, but I've been listening to you. Their most popular song is 4.1 million listens. Oh. And that's the one I like. And, it, and they it's have high. it like regular, and then they have it acoustic. Like two different songs. Play a little clip. What's the song called? This is, this song is called She's Quiet. So that's very, a pop punk name. She's Quiet. Yeah. That's the name. And yeah, totally. And then the name of the band is the Home Team. Home team okay. This band is from Seattle. And then I didn't know, but on Spotify, if you scroll all the way down under their about section, mm-hmm. you can look. It says where people listen, and guess what city is number one for a pop punk newish band? Hobart. No. No. <laughs> no. It's like Chicago. You're gonna be like you, like oh, I'm the only one listening. (laughs) No, oh, Allison, where people listen, not in Hobart. I don't know. It says where people listen, Chicago, U.S. Oh, that's number one. And then are they from Chicago? Oh no, No, you said they're from Seattle. I want to say our podcast, but it's going to sound really conceited. <laughs> Have you really? I like did, like I do when they first come out and then I'm like, okay, I'm never yeah, no, to this again. probably just I once and then I'm done. Yeah. All the way through. Yes. Um, but I've been just still like poking around the podcast world, listening for good, bad inspiration, what to do, what not to do. What have you listened to anything? Um, noteworthy. Uh, but yeah, but I didn't find any 
thing to do. Once we get mics, then we can think about getting mics. Yeah, one thing at a time. Maybe I should really learn how to work on a computer. <laughs> Considering that mute. this is now the second we time you had to do mics <laughs> and dirty martinis. That's who I'm blaming. Mutes, mics, and martinis. Yeah, mutes, mics, martinis, merch. Dear diary, February fifteenth, two thousand and eight. It's Allie's birthday today. Woo! <laughs> it just so happened it snowed so much. The day before Allie's birthday that we had a snow day today. So since we didn't have to go to school, we begged our parents to go sledding. And Allie drove us in her MPV. I was late for dinner. Mom was mad. <laughs> but I helped do the dishes. <laughs> XOXO. Allie. Cute. <laughs> Dear Diary. Today is Valentine's Day. At school, everyone is getting candy grams. I've only gotten one. I'm so sad because my birthday's tomorrow. I hope Johnny sends me a candy gram. I think I'm going to go home and listen to my newfound glory. I really love that song, Head on Collision. I went to an open mic night once, and there was a kid who played that song acoustic. It was so cool. I just want a valentine like that for once. My birthday is tomorrow. I really hope my mom makes my favorite food. Tacos. Love, Allie. (laughs) Signing off episode four. We really hope you enjoyed listening to our fun dibs, stories, and learning about Bayside. You can email us at Car podcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Please rate and review. And subscribe. We love you. Good night. Blow out the candles. <laughs> we can't get that one. <sighs> okay. Smells so good. When winter falls, when winter falls.